Incredible edibles start with Loran. Professional bakery emulsions, super strength flavors, and candy mixes from Loran make it easier than ever to create your own delicious edible experience. Bite Me listeners in the contiguous 48 receive 15% off their order at loranoils.com. Just enter Bite Me 15 at checkout. For listeners outside the 48, email customercare at loranoils.com for a list of distributors and retailers near you and tell them Marge sent you. In this week's episode, we're talking about barbecue. Just in time for Father's Day. So if you have someone in your life that you want to celebrate on that special day, why not make it a little extra special? Regardless of whether you're going to be getting your dad high or not, there is a wonderful barbecue recipe for you today. Welcome to episode 48 of Bite Me, the show about edibles, where I help you take control of your high life. And who am I? I'm your host, Marge, home cook extraordinaire that's helping you make better edibles at home too, so you can get high on your own supply. I'm really glad you're here listening with me today. If I can do it, you can do it. And I really... I really appreciate you listening today. If you're here for the first time, welcome. I hope you get some value out of this. And if you've been following along for a while, it really means a lot to me. So let's get into it. Before we get into the Father's Day barbecue recipe that I have dug up, I just want to mention, if you haven't had a chance to listen to last week's conversation with Nadia, go back and have a listen. I am currently trying out the butter chicken recipe that she shared. If you didn't get that, you can go on over to the episode webpage and you'll find it there. There's a link that will open up in a separate PDF page that you can print off and bring to your kitchen or use on your phone or whatever, whatever works best for you. And as I'm recording this right now, I haven't tried the recipe yet. I do have the chicken right now marinating in the... um, and the yogurt and herb sauce or dressing or marinade or whatever you want to call it. So hopefully I'll get a chance to make that tomorrow once I gather up a couple more ingredients. So I really encourage you to try that out because I'm sure it's going to be amazing. Nadia was a contestant on MasterChef here in Canada, I think it was. Nadia was a contestant on MasterChef So though she's not a professional chef, she knows what she's doing. An amazing woman. I had a great time speaking with her. So I hope you do check that out and try out the butter chicken recipe and let me know what you think when you do. So on to today's main topic, Father's Day. We'll be only a few days away once this episode is released. And many of you are probably thinking, what do you do for the guy in your life that was either, you know, your father or a father figure or somebody that's just really special to you that, you know, took on that role of being there for you when you needed them. What do you do for that guy? Because I find a lot of the times a lot of dads are just, they just don't really want anything. I guess, but well, maybe, maybe that's just my dad and my personal experience. I'm sure all dads out there are completely different. In fact, even the fact that I'm suggesting that we do a barbecue recipe for today's episode in honor of dads is pretty stereotypical. Of course, there's lots of dads that love barbecue, but there's lots of dads that are, that don't. In fact, in my house, I do 99.9% of the grilling. I am fortunate to have a big green egg. If you don't know what one of those are, I would highly suggest you look them up. Uh, Beautiful charcoal barbecue. 
I actually received this as a gift from my dad, which was very generous. My mom passed away about three years ago. And after that happened, he was getting rid of a lot of stuff, anticipating that he'd be moving into a smaller place. Turns out three years later, he's still in the same house and sometimes regrets giving away some of the things that he did or selling. But I did get the big green egg because he was like, I'm just cooking for myself now. Why do I need this big charcoal barbecue? And my mom used to make a lot of pizza and pizza crusts on that barbecue as well. And that was really her thing. So he gave it to me, but luckily I have him over for dinner regularly and I grill and he loves it. And of course for him, that means he can enjoy a delicious barbecue meal and I'll have to do any of the work or the cleanup. And I'm more than happy to do that for my father. So anyway, I love barbecue. Charcoal barbecuing is amazing. I feel a lot more confident doing that than I do on the gas barbecue that we had before. But yeah, in my household, I do most of the barbecuing and I'm quite okay with that because I really like nothing better than, than firing up the grill, letting it heat up, putting food on it and enjoying a nice glass of wine or something like that while I'm waiting for the food to cook because I also find barbecues usually means less prep time in the kitchen. I guess it all happens beforehand. And then once you put your stuff on the grill, it's just the waiting game. But that's one of the reasons why I love barbecue so much. So yes, a little stereotypical that all dads out there like barbecue, but I do think that all dads do like having food cooked for them. So it is still a wonderful thing to do if you're able. And the reason I bring up this grilled barbecue recipe is because I found it, I think last year or the year before, and I was wanting to make grilled barbecue chicken thighs. I buy thighs a lot. I like that cut of meat. I usually get them with bone in and skin on because uh, if you cook them bone in, skin on thighs or chicken breasts cooked in the oven with olive oil, the skin turns out so crispy. I swear it's my favorite part and it's so delicious. Eat your heart out KFC. I got the good shit going on in my house. So I was looking for something interesting to do with this these chicken thighs. And I really do like chicken thighs also because they're super flavorful. They're usually a lot less expensive than chicken breasts. And they are more nutrient-packed. The darker skin, or the darker meat rather, has more nutrients in it than just the plain white meat of the chicken breast. So it's a fantastic option, cost-effective and delicious. So if you don't usually do chicken thighs, I highly recommend that you try them out. And this recipe was specifically for chicken thighs, though I'm sure it would lend itself well to uh, drumsticks or wings. I've even tried the barbecue rub, not the sauce, but I've tried the barbecue rub on pork tenderloin, which was another nice option. So this recipe, like all the recipes I love to share, has quite a bit of versatility. And basically what you're doing is you're starting with a barbecue rub. So you do need to make sure you have a few ingredients on hand or need to go out and get some. It's essentially salt, paprika, brown sugar, chili powder, black pepper, garlic and onion powder, and thyme. And then you mix that all up. I ended up making sort of a jar of it. So I have some in my cupboard all ready to go because I ended up making this recipe so many times when I first discovered it. Well, not when I first discovered it. I've kept this recipe. And every time I made it, the whole family was always just like, this is amazing. It's so good. And I think it's just the combination of the rub and the the sauce that goes with it. And it just makes a fairly quick and delicious 
recipe. And one thing I do like to do, I'll give you this my little pro tip, is I, I'm always looking for recipes online. And of course, ever since I started the podcast, I'm especially looking for good ones that I can share. But over the years, I have a binder. I've, I've started a binder that when I find a recipe that I particularly like, I will take the time to print it off and I put it in one of those um, plastic page holders or page protectors or what have you, and I put it in a binder. And that way I can go back and refer to it. I don't have to look for something new online. And these are typically only apply to recipes where I'm like, that was so good. I know I'll make that again, or I will make that again. And the nice thing about having it printed off and ready to go is you're not having to use more paper to print it off. You're not having to try and find it again online somewhere and hope that you find the right one. I also find a lot of recipe websites have tons of ads on their website. So so I'm not so crazy about that. That drives me crazy when you're trying to look up an ad, but that somehow there's some kind of, or you're trying to look up a recipe, sorry, and there's an ad for something for a car or for something you talked about to your spouse in the next room last week or whatever. It drives me crazy. So I will probably never, I will never put ads on my website like that because they drive me crazy so much. But I digress. I understand that people do need to find ways to to uh, help offset the cost of running these websites. So I totally get it. However, so I print off these, I print off the ones that are real standouts. And this was one of them. Now, my biggest issue is I don't know if it printed the source. So I may have to go back and try and find it online anyway, so I can include it in the show notes, because I, of course, want to give credit where credit is due. But I put them in this binder and then I can refer to them. And when they're in the plastic page protectors too, uh, that also means when you want to just pop it out of your binder and bring it to the kitchen to make whatever it is that you want to make. If you spill something on it or whatever, it's fine. And it's just a handy thing that I do because, yeah, once I find something really great, they got to be really good for me to, you know, waste the ink. I shouldn't say waste the ink, but like, holy shit, that inkjet printer ink is ridiculously expensive. So, I get miserly sometimes with that stuff. It's got to be a good recipe, but this one definitely falls into that category. And so you have the rub and then you're making a barbecue sauce. Now, this recipe isn't necessarily easily infusible because the barbecue sauce doesn't have any of the typical fats in it that you would that you would do, although looking at it right now, I have it open. Uh, it calls for a quarter cup of molasses, which you could probably infuse. I've never tried that, but it does also call, or you can use brown sugar or honey. And that's one way you could infuse this sauce, but that's not necessarily a bad thing because typically when I'm making a grilled chicken or something like that, I will, put a little bit of olive oil on it first, rub it in olive oil before I put the rub on. It will help the rub to stick and everything. But this is where if you're not going to use infused honey, you can just use an infused olive oil, properly dosed, and then you can easily dose them per thigh if you want. You, It's important to know what your dosage is. A lot of these, um, if you can dose your your olive oil that you have to the milliliter, it makes it a lot easier. So you know how many milliliters each chicken thigh is going to get. And then you could do, for instance, if you know, you know, there's, um, 
a teaspoon, and that's five milliliters, then you could put that on a chicken thigh, then you've got a sort of ballpark of how potent those are going to be. And then you can also have a tray, of course, that are uninfused as well, because I am completely aware that not everybody wants to get high. There may be a lot of dads out there that don't want to get high. My dad's probably among them. I have him over for dinner. I'll probably be making these thighs. I know I've made these thighs for him before, but if I'm when I have him over for Father's Day coming up, my dad, he's 80, about to turn 89 this summer. And I, as much as I would love to, to share the joy of that with him, of course, you always have to have permission. And I'm just not sure he wants to. I have spoken about this a lot before, but of course, I did do an interview with my dad for this show, Generational Perspective. So I encourage you to go back and check that one out too. But my dad just came up in a time where cannabis was not part of his life and it's probably never going to be. So of course, I'm not going to force that on him. But if you do decide to make some infused and some not, be sure to label them so you're not giving them to the wrong people or maybe just save it for a time when it's just you and someone else that you know wants to partake. That might be easier as well. But you can use the infused olive oil. I'm going to add that into this recipe when I post it online or when I share in the show notes to add a little bit of the infused olive oil and regular olive oil because sometimes you can use quite a bit of olive oil on the thighs ahead of time. Yeah, that's how you can dose them. And then you're going to add on your rub and then the easy barbecue sauce. The barbecue sauce is very simple to make. Full disclosure, when I made these recently, uh, I'm trying to think, it was probably a couple of weeks ago now before I recorded this, but when I made them, I didn't use the easy barbecue sauce that came with it, just out of a time thing, even though it, it does whip up really quickly. But I used a store-bought barbecue sauce, and I was pretty happy with the results nonetheless. This wasn't a, um, it was sort of like a healthy, all-natural barbecue sauce. I'll look up and find what the brand was because I actually really liked it. And I just find a lot of store-bought barbecue sauces, you really have to look at the labels and watch just because they happen to have oftentimes a lot of extra ingredients you may not want. Some of them have a lot of sugar. You're going to find sometimes high fructose corn syrup in them. You're going to find all kinds of uh, all kinds of ingredients you may not want to eat. And so You want to read those labels if you can, if that's something that you care about. So this barbecue sauce that I used, I was very happy with. I'd never tried it before. So I'll try, I'll find it and include that in the show notes too. Just if you're curious, I know there's a lot of great barbecue sauce makers out there. So if you don't have time or the inclination to make your own, use a good quality barbecue sauce and that will do the trick just as well along with the rub. But I highly encourage you to try the rub with the sauce and I think you'll love it. It is delicious. There's something about it that's just, ah, uh, to the flavors and the smells while it's cooking. It's it's incredible. So again, you're going to use a little bit of infused olive oil per thigh before you add on the rub. And then, or your other option is to, in, when you make the barbecue sauce yourself, is to use infused honey. So those are a couple of options, or you can do both. Of course, if you're looking for something with a higher potency, if you have a higher tolerance or something to that effect, you can, of course, do both. Just know your limit and stay within it, as they like to say in the Lottery Corporation up here in Canada. So another tip, the last tip I'll give you for today, and I got this tip from 
Salt, Fat, Acid, Heat. If you haven't watched that series, I don't know if it's still streaming on Netflix or not. Uh, it was done by Samin Nazrat. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that correctly. I'm probably not. But that was a four-episode series on Netflix. And she also had a cookbook, which I have purchased. And it's an excellent cookbook. And I first heard about her on a podcast, actually. So I'll link to all those things on uh, on the show notes and over on the website as well. But one of the biggest takeaways I took from her excellent series and the book and everything was that you want to salt your meats ahead of time. So if you think of doing this, if you take some chicken thighs out of the fridge and say you want them once they're defrosted or you've just purchased them, sprinkle them with some salt uh, on all sides, not too much, but you know, a fairly generous salting because the salt is going to help tenderize the meat before you go to work with it. And you can do that up to, I'll double check on this, but you can do that up to 24 hours, maybe even a little longer. So if you have your your chicken in the fridge and it, you're just waiting for the next day, um, salt, go ahead and salt it ahead of time. Anytime you can salt some of your meats ahead of time, uh, do it. That's been a real game changer for me in my kitchen with some of my preparations. It it just helps the meat, whatever it is that you're working with, turn out so much, uh, be, become, it's much more tender and juicy and flavorful. And it's amazing what a big difference that makes. And I can give some more science-y explanation as to why that works, how the tenderizing works. When I flip through the, the cookbook again, but one of the greatest takeaways that will change how you cook things in the kitchen. And she recommends a few salts as well. So I'll link to that too, because I started buying uh, this, I think it's diamond kosher salt in these big, large boxes. And now I keep like a, a dish of salt out of my counter. That's something I never did before until I, I saw this series and read her cookbook and whatnot. So that's just a simple little trick to really make a big difference in your kitchen. And I would highly recommend you do a little bit of salting once your chicken is thawed, but before you're going to do the rub and the barbecue sauce with it. And the other nice thing about thighs, of course, is that you can usually they come in fairly decent sized packs. So it's pretty easy to do a few thighs or a whole bunch of thighs, depending on how many people you're looking to feed. And of course, this pairs nicely with, you know, nice light garden salad or some coleslaw or, or whatever flavors you want to do with it. But it's a pretty, the, the chicken thighs will definitely steal the show for sure. So I hope you try those out and that you enjoy them as much as I've enjoyed them. And I hope you get to spend some time with some loved ones on Father's Day. I'm very aware of how limited our time is now, especially as my dad turns 89. He's in fantastic health. But honestly, at the end of the day, when you're looking at it, how much pos how much longer can he possibly have without some major changes in medicine happening like tomorrow? Not a lot. Our time is finite, finite people. So spend your time wisely with those people that you care about. And I encourage you to go over to the website and check out everything that's over there. I'll have the more detailed show notes and I'm always going to be putting recipes there. So far, most of the recipes are still on the episode webpage for a particular webpage, but I am going to be doing the work to migrate them over onto the recipe section under the resources area or menu. Um, I'm still working on that. 
So bear with me. Please be patient. I am a one-woman show with a family and a house to look after and a job to go to. So this is the kind of stuff that I like to do in my spare time when I'm not making more edibles or talking about them like I am right now. So eventually you will find them all over in the recipes section. But until then, just find them on the web website or the episode webpage. And feel free to leave me a voicemail there as well or sending me an email if you have any questions or comments or anything at all. And last but not least, if you really enjoy the podcast and you're getting something out of it, feel and you feel compelled, please leave a five-star review wherever you listen to your podcast because that also helps my podcast get discovered um, when people do searches because the search functions on a lot of these podcasting platforms now are getting a lot better. I know from personal experience how hard it was sometimes to find specific episodes or things like that when searching on these podcasting platforms. It used to be awful, to be honest. You couldn't search for anything and it was quite painful, but they're getting a lot better now. So these five-star reviews really help to to bolster the show and move it up the ranks in the world of can a podcast if you feel compelled to do that i would be much obliged and love you forever for it so in any case i hope you guys are all staying well you're staying healthy and you're enjoying your edibles and until next time friends stay high (laughs) 